I guess you so, know what I'm. I'm wondering if we should just go ahead and call this a full spoiler on episode. Oh yeah. Sure. Let's just sure. at the very beginning just say this is uh, a, a review of spoilers, and it's all spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, then go somewhere else. Yeah. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Hello. And from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And uh, today we have a special guest with us. He he was like, you, if you do a Star Wars, if you do a Star War, Star War. <laughs> I want to be there reviewing it with you. And so we have made good on this promise. Thank you. Dave Irwin is hey! here. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, yeah, no problem. You are the resident Star Wars expert in this room, for sure, even though... And that's not saying much. I have seen... I mean, I thought I was a big Star Wars fan growing up when, like, the original trilogy was all we had and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was soon found out that I'm not nearly what a lot of people are out there, so... I just liked the movies. I didn't read the books. I didn't what play the games. Did you see that tweet going around yesterday from some nobody who was like, you're not a Star Wars fan if you've just seen the movies. Mm -hmm. Real fans have read oh, all the books, God. read some comics, blah, blah, blah. And then like all these heavyweight <laughs> yeah. like, industry people were just dunking on that dude yeah, all day yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I, and I'll, I'm telling you, I'm glad I'm not that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not in that kind of fandom. Where, <laughs> especially like after all the bullshit Ryan Johnson went through. Oh, and yeah, all man. That. I'm just, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, don't like the movie, fine. But God, to just... Just to be that angry about it? Weirdly enough, there was a trending hashtag of thank you, Ryan Johnson, of like reappreciating the last jedi mm -hmm. from after, some people after they saw rise of sky rise of the skywalker no it's the not, rise no, of skywalker no, you goddamn <laughs> I, I know, I know. Of skywalker. <laughs> they've trained us they've trained us over all these movies to slide a the in there i, I don't think i actually Just do uh, it twice the rise of the skywalker i don't think i actually announced the title of the movie beforehand but we're doing a mini pod today. <laughs> a mini pod a rise hey. pod of star pod. wars episode nine the rise of skywalker Risey pod. Also, <laughs> what'd you say? I said risey pod. Risey pod. Yeah. Uh, and I have, I have definitely called it Rise of the Skywalker too, even though that doesn't make any sense at all. No. Uh, but uh, but we are we are doing a mini pod of this. The movie has made four hundred and seven million dollars domestically. Mm -hmm. It's made eight hundred million worldwide. Ooh. It's a huge bomb. If you didn't have you, if you haven't been reading, <laughs> yeah, it's like fifty four percent on mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. Or yeah, something. yeah, yes. just when, yeah. Because a movie isn't critically lauded, doesn't mean it's a bomb. Yes. Everybody's watching this shit. The audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is eighty six. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't trust the audience ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just like uh, i love whatever i go to like a, a restaurant and my wife will ask the waitress have you had this is it any good i'm like why the fuck are you gonna trust that stranger they're gonna say yes supposed to promote this item anyway <laughs> i don't trust a fucking audience yeah I trust the critics um yeah it's like either. when you're on uh, uh who wants to be a millionaire or whatever and the audience is 90 percent on the one selection you're like fuck that yep <laughs> i want to go with the seven percent i absolutely <laughs> would i would um 
But uh, so yeah, uh, episode nine. This is the the end of the so-called Skywalker, I guess, story saga saga. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and uh, I guess did it stick its landing? Hmm. You are the person that's seen this most recently, Jeremy. Sure. So with this <laughs> fresh in your mind, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> I've I've I I'm not ready to blame the movie. But I think I'm, it's just not for me anymore. Mm. Mm. Like, for me, it didn't really stick the landing uh, because I felt like it was, it, it did too much to try and retcon. Like, you'll never convince me that J.J. wasn't trying to undo a lot of what Ryan did in The Last Jedi, whether it comes to Ray's parents or Snoke or Palpatine out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I was kind of pissed they revealed the Palpatine thing in the trailer, but it's in the second line of the scroll at the opening of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the dead speak, people are hearing a transmission in the voice of Palpatine. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, no surprise there at all. Yeah. I don't I didn't. I didn't hate it. There was some stuff I liked. I didn't love it. <laughs> I probably liked it overall more than The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, less than Force Awakens. I'm just bummed that they didn't have a plan. It just it's so obvious that they didn't sit down before Force Awakens and plot out all three movies. And I think that we've been somewhat robbed of a better experience because of that. Mm. Anyway, is this a J.J. Abrams thing to say that or to make it seem like something is completely planned out and then obviously doesn't? I mean, Lost was that way. Yeah. Yeah, um, and well, in Lost, they flat out fucking said for years, no, we know exactly where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later they were like, no, we didn't. We didn't. And, and it's like, it's funny because I still, I think J.J. Abrams is a competent filmmaker. He's made some really Agreed. good stuff. But like, stuff like this, where there's an overarching multi-episode type of thing going on. I I can't, I can't believe at the end of this that like the second movie doesn't even fucking matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Mm-mm. Like that, that they even made that movie. No, I agree. Like it makes sense to make that movie in some other Star Wars universe, but not this one. I agree. So I, agree. I didn't get that at all. Like this movie is hamstrung by the second one. Yes, which is why. Well, that's a better articulation of what I'm trying to say. When I feel like he was trying too hard to to change things that Ryan Johnson had done that were outside of the conventional box. Mm-hmm. You know, the the cliche, I guess, criticism is that he was trying to. Uh, be unconventional with yeah, all of his choices the past yeah, yeah. and he was uh but it's very clear jj didn't like all of that um and yeah there's just so much in here that feels like it's trying to explain and find the last cram the last pu- it's like we're completing a puzzle but we don't have all the pieces <laughs> but we're just manipulating the puzzle to make it look like we've yeah, finished yeah. it anyway yeah uh yeah it's i i think about that last shot of last jedi there's that lonely oliver twist kid at the end yeah mm-hmm. fuck yeah. that kid yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't get the broom boy he didn't come back and help he doesn't matter yeah he doesn't matter at all well and that that moment distinctively says jedi don't have to be from a particular lineage or they might be anywhere out there for sensitivity at least mm-hmm. right and then this the the skywalker movie is like no not really. oh but we are going to give some to finn but we're not going to explain it anyway uh Dave, what did what did you think of this movie? How does it fit? Does it fit? I've seen this movie three times. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. The first time, I really liked it because, and I think th- this this the greatest strength of this movie is that it plays off the audience's emotions. I mm-hmm. think that's the best. That's the the greatest thing that this movie has going for it. 
this movie is a lot. There's a lot coming at you within like the first 30 minutes, even maybe even the first hour. There's mm. just, I mean, planet hopping, planet hopping, planet hopping, exposition, exposition, exposition. Um, so then I saw it a second time and I kind of, I, I got some of the details. I, I, I could appreciate some of the details. Then I saw it a third time and I was like, mm. um, so I don't like it as much now as I did when I, saw it the first time around um i think they played it safe i i you were saying jj i don't know if it was jj's decision or disney slash sure. lucasfilm's decision to retcon the last jedi and 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 do all this other stuff to me last jedi is still my favorite film i think out of out of this trilogy because mm. because of the fact that ryan you know went in a completely opposite direction did new things um actually introduced morality themes into his movie whereas this one actually really didn't do much of that it, i mean it's we could say that the force awakens was uh a new hope part two based on plot devices and uh and whatnot and you can kind of say that about the rise of skywalker with return of the jedi in mm -hmm. a certain kind well of even get the mewoks mm -hmm. exactly exactly spoiler um, <laughs> I guess you so, know what I'm. I'm wondering if we should just go ahead and call this a full spoiler on episode. Oh yeah, sure. Let's just sure. at the very beginning just say this is uh, a, a review of spoilers, and it's all spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, then go somewhere else. Yeah, go, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. So yeah, we can just go ahead and start with that no spoilers thing right off of the bat. Um, yeah, I I'm also and I don't I don't remember what you thought of Last Jedi. Last Jedi? I like Last Jedi. I have a lot of problems with it, but I enjoy watching it. Yeah, yeah. I I I gave Last Jedi a really good review. The the second time I watched it, the flaws were a bit more apparent in it. Uh but I I enjoyed the idea of him saying, "Let's stop being so beholden to the past exactly. in this movie. Let's try to do something different." Because if Star Wars is going to grow, it's going to have to be something like it's. We're going to have to branch out. We're going to have to take some things that we think are true and like kind of you know make make something new with it and everything. And I thought I I love that. And I thought that would have been a nice way for the third one to kind of to pick up and everything. But the problem is, even after that movie made its billions of dollars and everything, there was so much backlash. Oh, totally. That I think people were like, you know, we're going to have to pay. We're going to have to make sure these fans who are all pissed off get their send off. And that's that's the thing that pisses me off. I, I feel like they played to a very small minority of these grumpy fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they make it again. I, I, we've said this a few times, but it's easy to get on twitter or something and see something trending and think that represents most of everybody oh yeah but it really and doesn't. it represents ten thousand out of a hundred something million people and it's and it and you and you get it in your head like everybody thinks this way and it, re it really isn't no, that way no. at all um so anyway um so yeah barrett what did you think about this movie i really 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 like it yeah how many times have you seen it twice you take the kid both times no went oh uh, so both uh, so both of these are really <laughs> sorry uh, both of these were, were fun for different reasons so the first time i saw it was with chris and jonathan and another friend of ours uh in imax it nice. was my first imax experience oh, ever. baby that's why you love it 
and it was really really cool <clears throat> i had the same problem you did dave with the the opening visual it was just too much especially on an imax screen it's too much stuff going on and I, I just couldn't keep up with everything yeah second time i saw it, I saw it with my son and my wife and i had seen it already so things had kind of slowed down a little bit you could pay attention to the details i was playing off of my kids reaction so it was a lot of fun this movie is fan service all over the place mm. and i'm down for it okay i am fine with it i am not looking too hard into this i'm not looking at you know intricate plot details and everything now one thing that did stand out to me on the second viewing was the the Leia footage, which we'll get into later on. They uh, said they weren't going to do that. Yeah, I know, I know. And and watching it in the moment and the first, not knowing any how they were going to use it, it was fine. Well, they didn't do what in they didn't technically do what they said they weren't going to do. Oh, I'm only talking about the flashback with young Luke and young Leia, where it was oh, CGI. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, and they yeah. had said they weren't going to do that. To with, Leia. With like a Final Fantasy. Yeah, character. but I guess they thought. Yeah. I guess they thought <laughs> as long as it's young Leia, we can do that. But I, I'm sure that was it. That yeah. was their their whatever. Because yeah, the other stuff is just the old footage, and it's very apparent. I've only seen this movie one time, <laughs> but it's very apparent that it's old footage. It reminds me. Remember when Nancy Marchand died on mm. The Sopranos? Yep. Oh yeah. And yeah, like yeah, they yeah. would oh. they would stick they stuck in some like random footage in a scene where yelling, yeah. yeah and it's just, what am I going to do now <laughs> yeah. or whatever and 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 like it, there's so many scenes in there where you know somebody's saying something to her and all it is is her just kind of looking at them yes 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 and then, and then calmly it, reacting and then and yeah yeah and, and then and they find all these other little ways to make sure that you know well we don't have the footage here but we'll have some behind shot that's what i mean yeah. uh, that's one of the biggest decisions this movie made that i don't understand mm -hmm. is that and I, I love i love carrie i i realized that she's become you know an icon now but i don't i mean she was she had passed before Last Jedi came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we didn't have to do this. This yeah. was some kind of decision where Disney or JJ, somebody thought we have to have this anchor. And I almost, I don't, I don't think the character needed to be there. I don't think she added that much to it. Um, and yeah, every scene that she was in felt weird. Yeah. I, like I said, I, it was, it was contextualized so much. I was having so much fun in that first viewing that I didn't notice it. Second viewing, definitely noticed it. But I had a great time the second time. I know what I signed up for. I know that uh, it was going to be uh, fan service. I had an idea that they were going to retcon a lot of stuff or figure out some way to explain it away uh, in a different way. And I'm fine with that. I'm not I'm not as you know balls deep into this franchise to where I need well, to... Like, no, I just wish that... Uh, say what you will, but the prequels at least all worked together and were clearly planned out ahead of yeah, time yeah and there's something to be said for a trilogy like that mm. I, don't, I don't think you can even i don't know i don't know the lore you're the star wars export expert when a new hope first came out had he already planned empire and return of the jedi no no that's what i thought no yeah, even though he said he did he said he did but uh lawrence cast and lee bracket that was out of their own imagination okay that well then see you can do it both ways i yeah. guess and and have success but the retconning of what ryan did is really what makes this feel like a, a, a mess, a disjointed trilogy. I don't really even know. No, you're right that the second movie cannot exist, and it, it you could basically watch just the first and the third mm -hmm. and have a cohesive like, story. When uh, Dominic from Lost goes, hey, why don't we just do a hold Holdo maneuver? <laughs> and, and Finn's like, that's a one in a million shot, and sh shoots it down completely! 
And I felt like that was JJ going, no, that's a stupid maneuver that I would never have written into my script. You said Dominic from Lost? Dominic Monahan. Monahan. I'm sorry. I just thought that was funny. Uh, him and Greg Grumberg also stood out like sore thumbs to me in this movie just because of their, their JJ connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, that was Carrie Russell was the, yeah. the yeah. girl. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a, a thing that I had a hard time now just watching it the one time. I had a hard time with all the planet hopping, all the different plot things and everything. The, you know, there's this secret planet where all the Sith train and everything. And then there's like all these clues that lead to that planet. And you've got to find this wayfinder. Yeah. yeah. Only two of them have been made. Right. It's and made out of unobtainium. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, might as well. Right. I mean, I was sitting there going, all right, so some guy left a, ship in the desert and they have to like find this thing and they gotta go across the water and find this what who the fuck does this <laughs> i was yeah. so annoyed when they get to the desert planet and they go down into the quicksand and they find the dagger yeah. it's like the magic all key dagger <laughs> right and if they hadn't what if they walked five feet to the left and hadn't fallen into the quicksand right exactly i don't understand yeah it, it, it felt like it felt like when i watched star wars the original trilogy like Maybe I maybe I had questions as to why they ended up at a certain spot or whatever, but it was easily like, oh, okay, well they were just they were doing this, so therefore they're here now. But this one, I'm like, I, I, either it's because I couldn't hear certain things, it's possible. Mm. It's, I'm almost entirely relying on subtitles to give me a, a true grasp of a story anymore because certain details they just throw it through all this mess of noise a mm -hmm. lot of times, mm -hmm. and you're just like. I don't even understand what they're do what they're doing here, but it could be something like that. But I was sitting there just going, "Wait a minute, why is this a scavenger hunt?" Yeah, it feel is. Am I right? They were basically scavenger hunting. She, she pulls something out of the dagger, like this measuring thing, <laughs> to, and like points it at the Death Star. Oh, we've got to go there, you know. Yeah, she's in the exact position. In the exact position. Yeah. It's like, okay, what if you're on the other side of the? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't. So. I just. I just didn't get that. And I'm sure there are people out there who've seen it ten times. Who Star know. Wars meets Indiana Jones. Yeah, they know. They know it's uh, because this and this. It makes sense. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, 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 I didn't get it. Now, ultimately, I, I, I left this movie. You know, I thought that was a good time. Mm -hmm. I, I, I could have expected more, but I really wasn't expecting more. So I think I ended up coming out going, yeah, met expectations. I seriously was expecting, like, when Poe is, like, despairing, like, I failed you guys, I'm so sorry. I seriously expected <laughs> to hear, on your left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Instead, of, instead of Lando going, well, we have more ships than they do. Uh -huh. yeah. And it was, that's like the most ex machina of all ex machinas, like. Well, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. In that context of Star Wars, that like uh, when all hope is gone because they're they're why haven't the they hope. asked all these motherfuckers for help in any of the other eight movies? They have. They, they didn't did. respond. Nobody why didn't responded. they respond until this time? Because now they're, they're starting to. And dildos. They only have hope now. They've already destroyed two Death Stars. Yes. The people don't have hope before then. No, no, no. They're, that that was the whole thing. Is that like we we keep going just in case, like you know, to give people hope. He said they'll come if, it, if we lead them. Correct. What have they been doing during the Death Star battles? That's what uh, Carrie Russell's character explains to him. She's like, you know, keep doing this because there are people like me out there. I Am just, I wrong I about this? I haven't been pushed over uh, yeah, the edge yeah. far enough? 
Is that what no, she's meaning saying? Meaning that you keep at it and people will will come, and they eventually did. Now they, the, the fact that they those came at the same moment. People are all dicks from all the yes, other battles. Yes, they're all where fucking dildos and assholes. <laughs> and where yes, were you during the Battle of Crate? Goddamn. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But it is devalued a little bit because it is so much like the end game. It really is. It's so much like that. But it was still, it's still like a nice chill inducing moment for me. Speaking right. of Poe. I mean, Ryan Johnson in The Last Jedi did a great job with um, one of his themes was of toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Poe's basically an asshole during that whole movie. Um, and he kind of gets sure taught a lesson. And it, it, a lot of people think it's a feminist thing. I don't think it was a feminist thing because they kind of still forgive him at the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we we still think you're a good guy. You just need to learn that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then... The Rise of Skywalker, he's a fucking hot-headed asshole again. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. And I, she names him General before she dies. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, You know what? I agree about the toxic masculinity part, but did they have to not tell him what they were up to the whole time? Well, I mean, they're not beholden to him. He's They're his superiors. True, you know? but there's is there a reason other than we're superior and you're not? I don't know. There had to that was the part that bothered me about that movie more than anything in this world was that sure Probably because he got their entire bombing fleet destroyed and we're not going to tell this guy anything. He'll do you know. <laughs> it could be. It could be that. But I, I'm sitting there like going like you see that you see that he's a rogue. He's a guy who will he will go away from your orders a lot. Like wouldn't it be nice to kind of like inform him a little bit of what's going on yeah. instead of just keeping him in the dark. But so again, that he doesn't go to the casino but planet. But again, just like the military. <laughs> and nobody, ruin this nobody, movie. Nobody's beholden to their you know, inferiors. So. Yeah, yeah. I, go ahead. No, I agree. I mean, I agree he was being an asshole, but I was like, hey, I think most chain of the com- chain of command, they, this guy would know kind of what's going on here, and he wouldn't be left in the dark on purpose. Yeah. They were just like, oh, you're just a dick. Fuck you. We're not going to tell you anything. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, if, if he's he that bad, if he's that, if he's that irresponsible then don't have him be in the thing at all mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. uh okay so I, I have some i have one question i i think i'm wrong about but I, i'm hoping you guys who've seen it multiple times can clarify because they say you have to go to the endor system and yes. that's where they find the water planet with the death star that's crashed mm-hmm. i'm assuming this is the return of the jedi death star right mm-hmm. yes uh the second one then she gets in a ship and follows the wayfinder. Zoops up, zoops up, zoops up, zoops up. Gets to Sith land. Mm-hmm. No, she goes to to Luke's planet first. She does, but then she oh, goes to right. zip, zip, zip back mm-hmm. to Sith land. Right. Mm-hmm. Then all the star destroyers. The on your left, big battle, and then we cut to Ewoks seeing star destroyers in the sky falling. And I don't understand because the Ewoks live on the moon in Endor. Endor. Yeah, I yeah. I, I actually didn't get this either. Oh, there, I never, I never was, thought about that. There was a ton of like wreckage. And then the things. Cloud City, they saw it too. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a ton of like wreckage things I don't get. Like why does why does necessarily the wreckage go to this one planet at yeah. all? Like yeah. you know why is you know I know that I know that at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi you can see the they could see the Death Star exploding and everything. Did that mean they had to run for cover when it came yeah. down yeah. into the planet? Yeah, they're all yeah. partying. They're like, oh <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> theoretically, that the, they were on the moon with the Ewoks. That wasn't even the planet. Right. So yeah. the planet has probably had bigger gravity. I just was really confused that the Ewoks were in there because I thought we had already left the Endor system. Well, here, here's yeah. here's one thing that could explain that is that those weren't actually like Sith star destroyers. They may have been for. First order started. And were they were they all dying like Independence Day alien ships? I think so. Like they're all That's connected. fucked up. It is fucked up. 
What the hell, man? I knew that the Sith Star Destroyers were connected, but I didn't think they were, I guess, everybody mm. all linked up in the same system. Yeah, maybe they got on the same Because if that was the thing, why wasn't the plan all along to just blow one up and let the others domino? Instead, they go all around shooting all the cannons for the whole climax. Yeah. 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 Blow up the mothership <laughs> and all the other ones die. Right? I agree. I, I agree. don't think I'm crazy. No, I don't think you're crazy. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I enjoyed some things. I want to say something positive before I'm a Grinch. All right. I like that little mechanic alien. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He was oh, a, yeah. the guy. Oh! Because ah! <laughs> he does it. He does it after like three PO's eyes go red, and he says that thing, and that's all. That it's super ominous. And then there's this pause, and he goes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really. That, awesome. I laughed both times that he was on screen. No, mm -hmm. that yeah, he was great. I uh, I enjoyed the the little. Uh, uh, I guess force exchange of the lightsaber between oh, yeah. uh, Ray and, and Kylo when Kylo was uh, yeah. coming in. You know, I don't understand that, but I thought that was very cool visually. If there's anything that got that stuck throughout all three of the movies is their connection. Yep. I don't understand it either. But, but like when they're fighting and they're in two separate places, and she's sabers, and then like the berry basket he's next to falls out, and then the berries are all over the floor in the room yeah. she's in. That shit was cool. Yeah. Even though I don't understand how he grabs her necklace. And yeah. 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 That was awesome visually. Yeah. There's like some, I guess because there is, I don't know, because, and this doesn't explain it, but she's got Palpatine blood and, mm -hmm. and he's got, uh, you know, Skywalker blood mm -hmm. and, and somehow there's this big connection between them somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it's, it's nothing that had ever been explored in Star Wars before no. was this whole, uh, like, cause there's a point, point where she's like destroying stuff. And he's like, oh, I know where she is because he can see pieces of the thing yeah. that she's shattering like in front of him. And we and, and and it's and it's not a vision. It's the actual stuff that's just right. crumbling in front of him. They can transport from location to location. Yeah. Like the necklace and the yeah. berries and the, and the Darth, lightsaber the Darth Vader the mask. Right, right. So that's just something that the movie has ba these this trilogy of movies has basically just said, accept it just yeah. deal with it like, and i'm fine with that but it's it is weird that you know they never really delved into why there's this big connection really. right hey i, I got like a, the force healing thing. i got a question though if luke can physically grab the lightsaber when she throws it into the burning tree thing why doesn't he just come help her fight mm -hmm. what was this now what was remember the... she goes back to luke's planet and she tries to throw the lightsaber into the, the burning jedi tree yeah and a hand catches it and it's Luke. And I feel like this was also J.J. or Disney giving the finger to Luke tossing the saber away yep. at the beginning of Last Jedi. But he's physically interacting now with the world as a force ghost. 
Palpatine's back. Come on, Luke. Let's go. <laughs> Strap up. Yeah. Let's fight. What the fuck? Right? What the fuck are two dozen voices at the end if Luke can send himself across the galaxy in one movie and die and physically grab a lightsaber? In the- Come on, yeah. Luke. Yeah. Bring it on. I know. I know. I agree. I was sitting there thinking the same thing. <sighs> like Maybe there's only so much you can do when you're dead. Maybe you can just show up and say a couple of things. And then... <laughs> like, that's it. Do we, yeah. do we, um, I really don't have very many positive things to say, I guess. I did like how <laughs> this movie and even the last movie, some, I did enjoy seeing them using the force push during lightsaber battles. Yeah. Um, because in the old trilogy, you know, Vader had some of the extra force abilities, uh, but you never saw Luke like, like stop a lightsaber with his hand powers i yeah. thought that kind of shit was pretty cool too yeah well and, and uh ray did something that i'd been wanting uh force users to do for the longest time which is be able to take an entire ship yeah. out of the air <laughs> and 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 be able to slam it down or do whatever he wanted to do with it of course that's the big scene where she and kylo are both like you know doing that harry potter shit where it's like you know <laughs> i thought of yoda and uh what's his Dooku. Dooku, Dooku, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, i've always wondered that because like you know there's so many in the original trilogy where darth vader watches the millennium falcon just fly off and he's just like sitting there like well i'm helpless i can't do anything about this you know and 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 i'm sitting there thinking well don't you have the force can't you at least try to get it to like you know come back somehow i don't know I like me some Daisy Ridley, and I she's love me great. some Ray, mm, and I love the the interaction with uh, with Kylo and Adam Adam Driver, and I'm I am fine with the death of Kylo turning into the the rebirth of Ben Solo. It's pedantic, and it's and it's and it's not really well thought out. But I got it on an emotional level, and I think that's a good way to off one character and bring the the essence of that character back without redeeming kylo ren himself but going back to what dave was saying about how this movie is basically return of the jedi that's return of the jedi that's Mm. that's darth vader deciding to help luke at the end of this and and you know it's the same thing i'm bad now i'm good no i agree and i think they did it in in a smarter way or a more nuanced way than than what return of the jedi did because in return of the jedi it's vader deciding okay i'm gonna pick this guy up and fucking like launch him down a launcher mm. chute but in this one like it's a whole process of not only does he literally die and she's got to use her force power to to bring him back he has the interaction with uh with uh with daddy solo dad, yeah. with daddy solo What's and then the- chuck the lightsaber but don't just gloss over that shit Ooh. how did that happen it's a memory it's not a force it's ghost. not a force ghost. it's a memory yes yeah. they they literally say you know this is not real this is a memory who says I think both of them do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're... So he's having an imaginary conversation with his dad. Yeah, basically. but when you throw in... He's coming to terms with... When you throw in that they can talk to ghosts, and then somebody like that shows up, you're that's saying, confusing the yeah, issue. Yeah, you're saying it's like Kevin Costner in Man of Steel? When yes. he goes up onto the mountain and well, talks to his dad? No, it's Kevin Costner in Batman v Superman, which was also written by Chris Terrio, who wrote this movie. <laughs> No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the exact same thing. Jesus. <laughs> um, when, when Han Solo walked up, I think that was the moment I knew these, these movies aren't for me anymore. Like, I just, that was just, 
That was too fan servicey for me. Yeah, yeah. that was very, very fan servicey. Mm, yeah. Although the biggest fan service moment of the entire fucking trilogy is when they give that fucking medal to Chewie. Yep. And I, yes. I would have <laughs> given a million dollars if he'd have turned and chucked it into the woods like <laughs> Luke did with a lightsaber. I turned, I turned, to, I turned to Jonathan and I said, "Kevin Smith finally got what he wanted." <laughs> he did. <laughs> I even seen he some did that whole rant that. thing yeah. on the on the sins video, right? Yeah, about give him, Chewie a, medal. Him, give him yeah. a medal already. Yeah, I did not like that moment. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. I the thing is, like so that. many Star Wars fans loved things like that, and they loved Harrison Ford, and yeah. they loved. You know, um, that's why I'm saying that this great, the greatest strength of this movie, however nitpicky we are, is yeah. that it plays off everybody's emotions. Yeah, you know. But so you know, I I, I does feel, that make it a good movie? No. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing. The Star Wars will ne- Star Wars will never grow out of this. This is why I did like Last Jedi. More often than I, I liked it more than I hated certain parts of it. Like again, take the casino fucking planet out. Canto bite, yeah, yeah. Uh, But like, uh, it seems like Star Wars fans are always going to want the original trilogy in their movies Mm -hmm. every single time. They want the same exact things happening, the characters making the same choices, the you know, just on a just with a different facade, I guess. They want to be spoon fed the same shit and then complain that Star Wars doesn't and try anything new. That's why that's why it should be out of their hands. You're exactly right. Yeah. Mm. There's I think they're really I mean, we're obviously uh, generalizing um, because I think all of us are Star Wars fans, but mm-hmm. we're not we're not necessarily fitting into this group. But I think they they either want it to be exactly like the original, so they can complain that it ever changes, mm-hmm. or they want it to change so they can complain it's not like the original. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely generalizing because I love it both. Well, I really like it both ways. I like it both I ways loved- too. <laughs> i love uh, Force Awakens. I think that's my favorite. I think I've said that it's my favorite Star Wars movie overall. Uh, Last Jedi, I was fine with. In fact, I really love the subversive elements of let the past die and stuff like that. Just what you said. Mm-hmm. But I'm also fine with the fan servicey things that they're trying to polish my knob with in, so in this one. You're just easy to please. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's fine. I <laughs> and think, I work for CinemaSense. <laughs> well, and obviously the the audience seems to love it, at least on the Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. score, and you know, got middling reviews. But yeah, not for me anymore. Yeah, man. I'm easy to please when it comes to Star Wars. It's interesting because. Uh, you know, a movie like Uncut Gems that's getting all this critical praise I did not like, mm-hmm. but uh, something as just kind of mindless entertainment as The Rise of Skywalker. Sure. When the Millennium Falcon went down, I got total uh, Starship Enterprise vibes because you know how oh, like, yeah. J.J. wrecked that ship in oh, when it yeah. went down on Endor. Uh, whatever the fuck. No, it was, yeah, it was the Endor world. Yeah, yeah. But it, like, fucking, it shows you, like, all the mud tracks behind yeah, where it's it didn't skidded. show the, the crash, but it showed right, the aftermath. Right, And yeah. then they also somehow get it working perfectly again yeah, after that. But when I saw it sitting there, I was like, oh, Starship Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. But this, that before. this uh, I think this movie, above all, may show that maybe nobody, I mean, maybe, <laughs> this is a, a really out, outlandish statement, and I don't t- totally believe it. I'm just saying it may not matter who directs a Star Wars movie. There's always going to be people who get pissed off about something. And I was sitting there thinking after that one, like, what if we got all the Star Wars fans in the world, people who consider themselves like they write, they read the books, they play the games, they live Star Wars and all that. What if we got them to crowdsource a Star Wars yeah, write, direct, all that. Give them all the resources. Oh, God, would they be able to make a movie that we that that other Star Wars fans would be? They excited would greenlight the Adventures of R two and C three PO if you gave them the power. You're God. you're right. 
and I would not watch that. I film. would not either. But like I, if you gave them the directive to come up with a Skywalker saga movie, mm. and they said, and you said, here, here's what you're working with, would they be able to make something that's better than what no, we have it would, seen? It would probably be Rise of Skywalker. Is mm-hmm. What we'd end up with a, a mixture of trying to make sense with a story and play fan service. Well, it was almost the most Star Warsy film ever. It almost is. Yeah, it yeah. almost yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and to for- its benefit and its detriment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and forget the fact forget the fact that if you crowdsourced it, like there would be massive disagreements in within the Star Wars fan universe yeah. about how things should go and how you know you it, we shit on George Lucas for his prequels, we shit on Ryan Johnson trying to take it a different way, we shit on J.J. Abrams after. I mean, who's who's going to make a Star Wars? Everybody's going to be John like, Favreau. There you go, <laughs> Mandalorian. <laughs> Mandalorian. Did you like that series? Did you like that series? Yeah, I haven't seen the last episode okay. yet, but uh, but yeah, the uh, it's good. I I don't I don't understand everybody's jumping on it like it's the best thing ever. No, I don't understand it either. Uh, I think it's reductive, honestly. I yeah. like it. I enjoy it. It's reductive Star Wars. Yeah, I just kind of like I enjoy it for what it is, but it you know, but Baby Yoda, man, people have jumped all over that Baby Yoda thing, and mm-hmm. they make that seem to be the the reason to push this over like in breaking bad territory or something. <laughs> yeah. and uh you know i would love to see a star wars breaking bad though oh that'd be, that'd be pretty cool <laughs> it'd be pretty badass uh but anyway yeah so what are we grading this oh jesus fuck i don't even know i'm at a b plus <laughs> uh why is that funny i don't know <laughs> I, I was like i was trying to figure out the pun yeah because ray like bees i'm telling you you know what what we shit on mostly for the lucas stuff especially the prequels is the wooden dialogue the wooden performances and stuff like that no you don't, you don't have, get that in this in this series in this mm, trilogy oh, i agree but performances are great across all three of oh, these yeah. movies I yeah think. i really mm. like seeing all three of them together the finn poe ray uh, thing the Ray Poe Ray. I don't yeah, need man. them to tell me. <laughs> oh, Ray, three, I don't need them to tell me every three seconds that they're friends and they're like family and they have hope and they're going to do it together. Yeah, like, well, that's true. You could just show me them <laughs> on film doing it together. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having Poe go, we'll do it together. <laughs> We're family. <laughs> <laughs> like a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. So yeah, I I I, I totally understand the criticisms. I agree with the criticisms. This one this one hit me in the feels. The next time I watch it, it will probably be like your third time. It'll be like, hey. You're going to be more analytical about it. Yeah, but. yeah. But uh, luckily, it caught me the right way on both both viewers. All right. I'm going to go with a B minus. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it's, it, like I said, I, I walked out of that going, eh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what a B minus is. Mm-hmm. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Probably just a solid B. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, it works on an emotional level more than it does anything else. I was entertained. I enjoyed it. It was the most Star Warsy film out of the trilogy. Didn't like it as much as uh, Last Jedi. Not sure. I think uh, Force Awakens still might be better than this one. But I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, nothing's as good as Rogue One. I wonder um, what. <laughs> I, I, this is a, by the way, this is something that I'm hearing from a lot of people these Me days. Too? Rogue yep. One is the best one. I can't get enough of Rogue One. But that's topic for another <laughs> gonna gonna i'm gonna have to give that another look because i watch it in theaters we send it mm. and i was like yeah i mean again it was a b minus probably for me on that one as mm-hmm. well 
I, I don't. That's I don't just get it. gotten better with repeated viewings for me. It just keeps getting better and better and better. But solid B for me. But it does have um, Donnie Yen in it. Yeah, that oh, yeah, always yeah. elevates. I thought a movie. you were about to say football in the groin. It also has football <laughs> in the groin. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember what I gave Last Jedi because I want to give this movie a slightly better grade by a half a letter grade. But I don't remember what I gave the Last Jedi, and right now I feel like giving this movie a C plus. So right. if I'm inconsistent, sue me. Um, I think. Uh, I think what bothered me when I watched Last Jedi uh, doesn't bother me as much anymore, but I still don't really love that movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember what I gave it. I probably gave it like a B minus and now I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> but I'm going down into the C's, baby. C yeah. plus. Yeah. C squared. Do you think you would have a better opinion? It's hard to speculate. Do you think you'd have a different opinion if it hadn't been so spoiled for you? Because it was spoiled multiple times over, Um, right? It was. Uh, before I saw the movie... I knew everything. I knew oh, shit. that she healed him and then he healed her, but it killed him. I knew she defeated Palpatine by directing his own shit back at him. I knew she had a yellow lightsaber at the end and called herself Skywalker. You're on Reddit too much. Uh, well, it's the, <laughs> they're very sneaky. Like yeah. You're right, but if I see... I don't get very many direct messages on Reddit, so I didn't read spoilers. They okay. were sent to my okay. direct message box. I click on it. Like, Within God the first it. sentence, Ray is a Palpatine. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, probably. I probably would have enjoyed it a little more, mm. but it, I still would have groaned at Han Solo. I still would have groaned twice as hard at fucking Chewie getting metal. Yeah, the surprises here really aren't what's what's compelling yeah. to no. the thing. What about when General Huck said, I'm the spy? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> I think his character has been uh, underrated throughout the whole thing. From the first time when he's all self-serious and everything, yeah. and Poe's just like undercutting him. Basically. I did love how they used Captain Phasma in this movie. Yeah, really. <laughs> the best use of her by far. I really liked the uh, little Dio uh, droid, too. I actually, okay, that was one of my problems, is that you've got BB-8, awesome. Mm. Then you introduce this new conehead droid who's hilarious and keeps Mm -hmm. saying hi to everybody. Why do you give me so much fucking C-3PO? Like, he hasn't been charming for me in six movies. I know, but wasn't this C-3PO the best C-3PO you've seen? Of the the newest movies, yes. Only because they wiped his memory and they played around with that a little bit. But uh, he's still on screen expositing for too much. And R2 has like a scene and a half. I would have liked to have seen more evil 3PO. That yeah. would have been awesome. <laughs> yes. I think that would have been very cool. Yeah. He goes rogue, like all of a sudden he just pulls yeah. the shit out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that would have been badass. Yeah, been awesome. He's still walking at his pace, but he's really badass. Exactly. Don't tell me, Star Wars fans, you wouldn't like that shit. That would have been fucking amazing. Well, speaking of R2, I think the this trilogy's greatest crime is that R2 was sorely underused in all three of these I agree, movies. and, he, and uh, conversely, 3PO is overused in all three of these movies, yeah. and I just wish they would have balanced that out more. Yeah, it's like they got BB-8, and they were like, what do we do with this R2? Yeah, I don't, R2's not cute anymore. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's like the Olsen twins. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for that! I was like, you find it! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was there! Just hang <laughs> Poor Mary Kate. <laughs> Poor Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be like a ton more to say about this, but I think we said what we need mm-hmm. to say. Um, what did you think of Rise of the Skywalker? 
<laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. We all know that's what you want to call it. Uh what did you think of the Rise of Skywalker? Is this is this the is this the tits for you guys? Is this uh is this okay like we're saying? Uh go ahead and go to Syncast presented by CinemaSense on Facebook and uh and uh, tell us about it. We also have the CinemaSense Twitter, uh music video sense Twitter we're on uh, discord if you want to get on discord uh there's a there's a, a link on that uh, aforementioned reddit page mm -hmm. on the right side you can also go to facebook and get a link from me on private messages we're also on soundcloud there are many places to go and talk about this episode um thank you dave for showing up and giving yeah. us your star yeah. wars knowledge thank you um uh, we definitely would have been uh, lost in several spaces if you hadn't been here uh but uh that'll do it for this mini pod <laughs> it's uh, chris atkinson jeremy scott barrett share and dave Irwin. we'll see you next time thanks for listening comment on our episodes on our soundcloud page check us out on youtube twitter facebook and reddit and be sure to visit cinemasins.com was on a big uh miley cyrus trip yesterday oh yeah she listened to because we were in dollywood and so we we're in dolly country whatever and so on the way back she was reading about dolly parton how she's the godmother of miley cyrus and so that led her to start listening to a bunch of miley cyrus stuff. <laughs> <laughs> i've never ugly cried yeah, at a movie before in my life until after watching a hidden life wow oh this is i didn't know anything about too. it Oh my god! I'll tell you what. Got I want to watch that Dark Water movie because it seems important. Uh -huh. But the trailer just makes it seem like, yeah, a civil like, action too. Yeah, <laughs> like he yes, Aaron yes. Brockovich, <laughs> and he is like so over earnest. That's what I thought about it. Have you you've seen 1917? Yes, you've seen 1917. <laughs> <laughs> it's good as fuck. <laughs> I, it's, I may never one. watch it again. Ooh. But yeah, I've seen it. Oh no, I'm I, I'm I might I'm I'm willing to go another round on 1917. I might I mean I might watch Holy it again, shit. but it is, I mean that movie made me legitimately anxious. Mm -hmm. Like then it, don't watch Uncut Gems. Oh geez, I keep hearing <laughs> that that is like anxiety on film. It is. I hated it. I keep I, that's the thing is like I it seems like a lot of people love it, but then people I trust are all like, oh you liked it. <laughs> Yeah. We just did a mini pod on it. Oh, excellent! <laughs> and and I agree with everything he said. I'm just, I I wouldn't recommend the movie to you. <laughs> no, no, I get that. I get that a movie could be great, but I might not enjoy it. Um, but anyway, 1917 made me really anxious. Yeah, Naomi Watts and uh, Tim Roth. They were yeah, in yeah. the um, not Hard Candy, the other one, the Funny, funny People, Funny Games, Funny, <laughs> funny people. people, Funny People playing Funny Games. <laughs> Yeah, Chris uh, watched every major release in 2005, and it happened to be one of the yeah, worst years. One of the worst years ever, film <laughs> ever. But he, so you're like, I saw a lot of mediocre movies. Yeah, there were there were several nights at the Hollywood 27 where I was uh, getting out of there at three or something, and then uh, one particular night where I saw four movies, and I got out at like five thirty or six o'clock oh, the next morning. The, there was one night where The Island, Bad News Bears. Uh, the Devil's Rejects and uh, Hustle and Flow all came out. Oh my god! Uh, and I watched all of them. And uh, and <laughs> and I I uh, I was 
I, I think there was an idea that maybe, maybe I shouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> and like, may, but, but my, my fear during 2005 was if I miss one and let it go by, then I will never get a chance to watch it again. Yeah. And because the next few movies will be coming out. Yeah. So I always wanted to be on top of it. Yeah. So I watched everything that night and uh, I watched, I think it was. Which one did I see last? I think Devil's Rejects was the oh, last one. I was going to say, it really depends on how you ended. Because <laughs> if you ended with Hustle and Flow, I could see you walking out with a smile. Yeah, Hustle and Flow was great. Yeah. And uh, and then Devil's Rejects, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then later, finding out people loved that movie, oh I was gosh, like, even so more what the fuck. with horror fans is that movie. Yeah, don't get it. That part of that, like people who are I know as like big huge film buffs. That part at the end where they're do where they're they're uh, they're running they're driving in a car and they're playing Freebird and all that, so great. And I'm like, are you the same fucking person that I talked movies with forever? <laughs> that sounds like a Freedom Rock commercial. Is that Jonathan? Yeah. No, it wasn't Jonathan. <laughs> Although I think Jonathan does like that movie. I think he does. <laughs> I think he does. That's a sturdy movie right there. Mm-hmm. Sturdy, swarthy. I always liked women that were described as sturdy. You would. You liked you liked women who were described as sturdy. <laughs> yes, I am drawn okay. to. Or like the description. I'm fine with the description. Okay, but I I, I means they that. means they got nice legs, nice hips, nice ass. Yeah, they're sturdy. Remember that Ellen DeGeneres Bill <laughs> Maybe a Pullman movie? Maybe big for some. <laughs> you remember that Ellen DeGeneres Bill Pullman rom com before she'd come out? Oh my god! And oh like god. in the trailer, I didn't saw the movie, but in the trailer, his mom is checking out. Ellen, his new girlfriend, and says, "Good birthing hips." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> well, now I got to look it up. The first time I think I ever heard the childbearing hips thing as a as a like an attractive quality was in the movie Sergeant York. <laughs> this is like I guess oh back God. in 1939. I just something. watched that a couple of weeks ago. Really? Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's back in crazy. the 30s. How in the world did you want to stumble like, on that? Terror classic movies. Yeah. My parents like that's their channel. <laughs> There's a part. So they're like, let's watch Sergeant York. Like, There's okay. a part where he has he's he's missed out on his bottom land, and they go to the bar. And one of his friends is like, look at that there big woman, you know, like, like, you know, he's like, oh, I got those, those great childbearing hips and all that or some crap. Mm. Some crap. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's Mr. Wrong, that's by exactly the way. Is the, Mr. That. Wrong. Holy fuck. Mr. Wrong. That's a, that's a, that's a throwback. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't think I ever saw yeah, it. Yeah, that's when, that's when people thought Ellen DeGeneres might be straight. Well, yeah, it was before she had, she even did, I think. Some of her sitcom before she came yeah, out. She like did. The first five seasons, I think. That was, was a big deal for her to come out. It was. On that show. It was. And they were like, you know, and it was funny. Like, I think the show, the show's ratings went super up. And then, like, right after that, it went down again because, like, well, now there's no surprise or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there's, there's a. Now she's actually dating women on the show, and we don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow, Mr. Wrong, you said 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, now I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> I, think, I, think, uh, I think Nick Castle directed that, the guy who did, yeah. who's the shape yeah. in Halloween. Oh my God. Um, How did crazy. you know that? Oh. That's fucked up. <laughs> Didn't he also do The Last Starfighter, too? Yeah, he did. he did do that. Every time I think I'm smart, I sit in a room with Chris. That's <laughs> uh, just some random useless wow. knowledge. He also wrote, he has a story credit on Hook. No, Nick Castle. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Colin Trevor wouldn't be a story surprised. Credit on Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. 
rise up. Oh, I keep wanting to put a, a dog in <laughs> I there. I wonder what his idea was that they kept. I, uh, I'm probably nothing. It was probably part of his severance package that he would get a credit we'll on it. Who put your name on there? Yeah. Directed Dennis the Menace, Major Payne. Major Payne! Hello, Major Payne. You love Major Payne. <laughs> Maybe this guy's in your wheelhouse, man. <laughs> That's...